Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 301, Charleston One Podcast, recording in the basement. We're going to break down season one, episode seven, House of the Dragon, Driftmark. We've got five wide, four boxes. Rebecca, how you doing? I'm doing good. I had a long day at work today, um, but it's good. I got home, did some tidying, eat dinner, and here we are, ready to go. Nice, nice. Appreciate you stopping through. Where can people find you on the socials if you want to be found? Uh, I have Twitter, uh, Rebecca Med, and that's probably the best way. Everything else is elsewhere. <laughs> All right, and then sitting next to you, old cheeks. How you doing? Looking good with a fresh cut? Oh yeah. Uh, doing well. Just got off work. Glad to join the pod this week. Supposed to hop on last week, but you know how that goes sometimes. Um, but yeah, doing good. Ready to talk about some uh, House of Dragons. You know, things are starting to get a little spicy. Yes, yes. Where can you be found if you want to be found? Uh, I'm the Maestro on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, this is my name on Facebook. Um, yeah, come, All right. come fuck. And it seems like orange is the theme on the bottom row. We got Lurs rocking Clemson because <laughs> the Panthers are just a complete embarrassment to the state of North and South Carolina. Jeeves got the orange on because I guess he didn't want to wear blue because the Panthers are so embarrassing. Jeeves, man, how you doing? Oh, we're doing good. Uh, like Rebecca said, had a long day at work. Uh, this was the... <laughs> end of the year, towards the end of the year, performance review and everything like that with the boss leaving, the new one coming in, so, but uh, yeah, we're doing good. Uh, You can find me at Jeeves1988 on Instagram and Twitter. All right, Lurs, how many batted balls did you have in New Orleans when you were there this past weekend? Was it more or less than Baker Mayfield? (laughs) (laughs) No comment. No comment. Um, fair enough. Fair God, enough. We suck, man. He sucks. He might be worse than Darnold, really. I swear. I'm starting to think so. But, yeah. Uh, Harold Jenderson on Twitter. You can find all my thoughts on the Panthers on there. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. All right. For me, J-Roll Nation, Twitter, Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. Find our podcast on all your podcast listening places whatever you want to choose and then our youtube they see me rolling brew reviews reaction videos we react to the panthers games and then we react to all our house of dragons episodes as we're watching watch parties all that good stuff burial cards so subscribe to that but yeah let's dive into it was texting with lurs earlier today and we concur for me i think this was my favorite episode of the season i know lurs said the same what about you guys rebecca cheeks jeeves like like Cheek said in the beginning, it's starting to get spicy. So that's what I think that's what made it a good episode for me as well. Um, it's just to see how far they're going to take the spiciness in the last uh, what three episodes. So but yeah, no, it was it was a good it was a good episode all all of, all the way around. Uh, for me, I really liked this one in a sense for the time jumps. Uh, I, re- I really liked the actors this time. I was a little on the fence uh, about it, but they both did a really good job. Um, and then I'm finally starting to understand a little bit more as we're, <laughs> as we're watching yeah. it, getting more pieces put together. Um, and I'm also personally enjoying some of the 
overlying themes about like the family and the generations and passing on all that drama just kind of ties into what I do like for a living. And so I'm really enjoying seeing how those things are being incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, also, yeah, this past episode was really good because it really like set the stage as, okay, here's the actual plot now. Yeah. We're finally here. We finally know what's going on. And I thought, like, if you took a screenshot of one scene from this episode to kind of, like, tell you what's next uh, is when um, the dude just lost his eye. And after old girl, sorry, I'm so bad with names. Uh, when, when, when Allison had the dagger to rip, yeah, Renera, uh, and she drops it and they separate. Yep. And you see who's on this side, you see who's on the other side. Yep. And that just kind of like, like, we see it. We, we see who's with who. Yep. And then, of course, my man, the king, just stress. <laughs> just to get it. Just, just in the middle of it. Like, damn, guys, what are we doing? So it's it's nice to, to, to see, like, you know, he's going to have to pick a side. Yeah. I don't. I wonder if he's going to pick a side or if he's going to end up dying and, like, Otto's going to end up picking that side. But it'll be interesting to see how that comes these next last couple episodes. Lurz, what about you? Oh, man, I, I loved it. Um, I think it confirmed to me, too, like, some of the stuff that happened in this episode, like uh, like the kids fighting and what's his aim on losing his eye. Yep. I knew that I knew that he lost his eye, but, like, that whole time, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I was kind of on my edge of my seat as soon as that started, and that was my favorite part of it. But, like, it confirmed to me that, like, stuff – I know just by already seeing it and whatnot, it's not going to affect me watching this show, and it might even make it better. Yeah. Because, uh, like, with the, even at the end, they, that was the first time they changed something from the book. Yeah. So that was cool, too. I was wondering if or, like, how long it would take for them to do something like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the whole episode was great. And the spiciness, indeed, like, old gimp guy uh i really hated him at first and but now i'm like well this is why i like this show you need some mischievous mofo like that so (laughs) i mean i'm loving it i'm loving it right now yeah like i said i I love all the different characters too especially like you know this episode to me at one point when we were watching it i we had to stop it i had to go take a pee and it was like 45 minutes in and now it it felt like it was 10 minutes in like it just flows so good and so like I love, like you said, making all the characters and the, the first scene with bringing everybody back because it had been a while since Rhaenyra saw Damon, all that stuff. And now, like, you know, Helena's got that for, fortune teller dragon dream kind of spirit. She, you know, told us that old buddy had to lose an eye to gain a dragon. That happened. And then I don't know if y'all catch it when she's sitting there playing with that spider crab thing, how she's talking about the hand is, woven, you know, woven gr- eggs and... Uh, dragons and green and red and all that stuff she's basically foretelling what's about to happen of these two houses fighting and it's i'm interested to see how she gets you know her one brother kind of respects her the other one i mean Aegon is just a complete he's definitely gonna have yeah. some joffrey vibes like he's just gonna be an asshole yeah. and play it and then yeah the, the uh, i think it's aemon who got the dragon 
He's definitely the bullied kid who finally grew up and was like, all right, now come mess with me. I got the I'm biggest the badass. One. But, yeah, just so well done and everything. I mean, just like like Cheek said, now we kind of – the time jumps, I think, had to happen or we would have been just yeah. kind of basking in some of these long episodes of just waiting Smaller and waiting. Smaller things that didn't really matter yes. in the ultimate plot of what they're trying to do. So, it, yeah. yeah, the time jump – I wasn't a big fan of the time jump, but now I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm cool with it, and now I'm cool with whatever time jump they got next. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. And it and it's like I said, it's it's kind of interesting how they're showing all. And we've got I think this next episode is another five or ten year jump, and then we should be set mm-hmm. all up into this dance with dragons. Yeah. So you know, and old buddy looks fantastic with his one eye patch. Looks like he's ready to go to war. So it's it's all going to be. Talk <laughs> about a glow up though. Yeah. Like how do you? Yeah. Yeah. Lose an eye, and then it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, he drops the coldest line that we've heard in Game of Thrones in a long time. Like, it's cool. I lost an eye, but I gained a dragon. Gained like, dragon. I mean, yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and that came. Uh, I think that came straight from the book too. Yeah. So, like, they hit the nail on the head with that scene. That was that was good. But I am with you too, because as I got the episode going in the background. Oh, oh, gimp leg! Like you said, Adam, you need those characters that just stir the pot and do shit behind the scenes. That you know, his little when he's on the boat and they're going back to King's Landing. When he goes up to Allison, is like, "Yo, do you want me to go ahead and order somebody to take Man's eye out?" And she's kind of like, "No, no, no, it's cool. It's squashed right now." Like he's ready to do whatever and just fuck all oh, shit yeah. up behind the scenes, Littlefinger style, Varys style, all that kind of stuff. So. Again, that's what, like you said, makes this show great and different from others is just making sure those characters are front and center now and just destroying everything. So, But uh, to jump to it, did anybody see the comparison too with old, uh, the little, was it Lucerus, or they call him Luke, when he does the Jon Snow and he's like, I don't want it after... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do love those little, uh, what do they call them? Uh, Parallels parallels slash just fan service of the old show and that legit is his like great 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 i don't know nephew grandfather whatever it may be he's in the bloodline but stuff like that is always cool since you spent so much time watching game of thrones but just like that little uh i don't want it kind of thing just a kid who just kind of wants to be a kid and the line too of if i get it that means everybody's dead where he's confronting his pops just died now his aunt just died. I mean, he they're just going through it all. And they're bastards, so they're trying to figure that shit out. So A lot of pressure on these kids to navigate literally everything they've been dealt all at the same time. Very overwhelming. Um, but I like that they're showing that side of it because it, it contrasts everything with the adults. Like, the adults don't seem to understand, like, all the pieces that they're playing and how that's kind of incorporating feelings with these kids are like, what the heck? Everything was fine. Yeah. Now it's not. We're moving through this really fast. And that is a good contrast. Yeah. I mean, I think it shows too, like how the kids end up becoming, you know, like who they become and whatnot, like crazy people yeah. and why they, how this infighting like was manifested when they were kids, you know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's like they've grown up pretty much only knowing I hate the other side, even yeah. though they're my family. And yeah. they're all like, if you look at all the adults, like every, I think this episode did a great job too identifying who like 
basically all the adults want the throne yeah. and it's trickling to the kids. Like a, a, you see Otto even like, I think this is the first time you let, like you see it's like you officially see him be like when he's like, Oh, we, you know what I mean? Can take power or whatever at the end yeah. instead of him, like more or less pumping his daughter up the whole time. Now it's like, she, I think she also realized oh shit. Yeah. Like every, everyone. And then like Corliss, for example, his wife called him out and he's like, what do you expect? You know what I mean? So it was great. Just uh, it did a lot this episode. Yeah. I mean, the line of, like you said, Corliss says, you know, because after they basically have that straight conversation, like, yo, these are bastards. They're not related to you. And he's more like, look, they remember names and not blood. Like, no one's going to really remember what they look like, kind of thing. And he still is wanting that power. Whereas the wife has said from past multiple episodes, like, I just want my kids to grow up and be cool, happy. I don't want no one to die. Now, you know, her daughter's dead. She thinks her son's dead by the end of the episode, and she's kind of distraught. So I am interested to see how that kind of goes, because it looks like Corliss pieces out and goes just to battle to deal with his uh, feelings on both his kids dying. So how does that kind of play a part in it? Like you said, they were on that one side, but does Corliss sway to the other side? Because we know he's all about men having the throne, even though he still wanted his wife to get it, but that would have meant he could have been, you know, king by marriage kind of thing. So... Yeah, I mean, just overall, well, like you I wonder. Go ahead, Lars. I wonder. I wonder too if Renera, like, by them not killing the one kid, like, if she has that in the back pocket for when he's about to turn, be like, wait, you know, I didn't really screw you over. So, and then tell the truth. I mean, I. That's what's cool too. It's like there's no telling what. Like, we could never see that kid again, or he could play something into the story down the road, so... Oh, you're talking about Lenore? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do think, and I, I was texting with Cheeks about it, I think it would have been an uprising on social media if after, what, two episodes ago, the gay guy got his face beat in. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and then God. It, if they, I didn't think about it. Yes, if they, if they would have then uh, killed the black gay guy, it would have just been epic. So I do think they made the right move from you know, in the book, they took it away and said, "All right, let's at least for you know fake his death and then let him go off in the sea." And then, yeah, I, I think too, Adam, does he come back or does he stay away? But does that play into it? I think it's something that you know at least leaves up the mystery there. But yeah, I do, I do like that. They've learned Game of Thrones has learned from the past to all right, maybe we should think about these things a little bit longer than just uh, going out and killing all the gay people in like three episodes. So, yeah. also just a random like thought. Like, what happened to all the black people? Because Game of Thrones, there's like none. Yeah. Oh, you're saying, well, <laughs> I, I think they, yeah, they, they must either just went, went away from the fighting or whatever it may be. I don't know. That's true. I don't know. Well, I think that, I think them later episodes, they started, everyone was giving them hell about uh, not having <laughs> any black people in there. So, did y'all catch yeah. old when the king, though? Go is going to bed and he calls Allison Emma, his old wife's name. Yeah, uh, I didn't catch that. I didn't catch it the first time until it went around on Twitter. And then my second watch, and I was like, "Damn, my man really is going crazy." Or he just was throwing shade, or a mix of both. But because like he, she looks back at him and it's just, he's just like, "What? What's wrong? I call you the right name." Like it was, it was wild. <laughs> Um, he probably he probably just doesn't care. I mean, he's like Austin said, he's over, he's done with it. 
Uh, he doesn't want to be bothered, which I think is interesting that the older one, right, uh, Aegon, same way. All he wants to do is drink at the at the funeral, <laughs> not be bothered. Well, then everyone wants him to be king, and he's like, what the heck? He's getting blamed for his brother, and his same kind of parallel, like, just does not yeah. care. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And, 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 and it, it seems to be a lot of that where people who don't want the throne get thrown into the power and then all of a sudden shit breaks loose. But before we break down, like, I thought it was one of the best scenes in Game of Thrones in a while. But just, oh, Aemon going to find his dragon I thought was cool oh, too. Oh, yeah. And in between that, yeah. we, we get another, you know, we don't have to break it down. The, finally... Damon and Rhaenyra have sex on the beach, all that kind of stuff. Sand sex on the beach, highly overrated, but whatever, you know, they went and did all that stuff. But finding the dragon, I thought, was him, you know, he's been bullied this whole time. Now he's like, fuck it, I'm going to get one, and the biggest one. And just cool, like, we hadn't seen a dragon, like, kind of finally redeemed all the dragon riding scenes, because... Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and to your point earlier, Lurz, when you were, like, trying to figure out how he lost his eye... When he goes through that one part where, like, the birds hit him, I thought that might have been it, too. When he has to dodge yeah. those, like, flying objects, I was like, oh, is this yep. it? And then, no, it wasn't. It was when he got back. But, yeah, just overall cool cool to see him kind of yeah. win one for himself. Yeah, that scene I thought was awesome, too, because, like, I've been wanting more dragons. You know, it's called House of Dragons, so <laughs> I want more dragons. Um, and uh, I even made the joke I wanted to see the dragon was doing it and we got the two doing it while he's stealing the dragon so that, that was almost it um but it was like i felt like i i felt like that was intense too like when he was doing it because i mean i, I was pretty sure the dragon wasn't gonna kill him but it it still felt like it might happen and like they haven't really shown in the in the dark too like yeah. so, they really like showed the fire more and, and the eyes more and whatnot. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's true. We haven't seen someone claim a dragon like that. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. saw, we saw Daenerys kind of grow hers up and claim them that way, but they were always with her, and everyone else is kind of they've been with them and all that stuff. We didn't see someone claim one that their rider had just died, and now it's kind of in the dragon lore. It's like if the the dragon kind of helps pick you too and read your senses. Yeah. So if they if the dragon gives the okay, then you kind of like because you know you saw no one put up a fuss that like even though the girls were mad that he the dragon was stolen quote unquote everyone else was like well I mean the dragon would have just claimed it yeah the dragon would either fucking ate him or burned him if they really didn't want it to happen and so yeah. you know they kind of let that go and I guess you kind of can't say anything once my man's eye was cut out so you really had to kind of like all right you got the dragon so <laughs> yeah and they messed they messed up letting him get that dragon. I know, you wonder, I guess, you know, the two daughters were grieving, so they didn't even think about it, but yeah, he made the move, and it'll be... Well, some... and their mom was at, out there fucking, so, and the dad, so... Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. Not, and, and doesn't sound as good as it is, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're asleep on the job. Not great, yeah. Also, like, it was that... So the scene between uh, her and David was so weird. Yeah. When she goes, oh, yeah. I'm not a kid anymore. That's true. And then I saw someone, too, put out on Twitter. It was like, wait a second. How many weeks was she postpartum? And she was raw-dogging it in the sand? Like, oh, man, that's got to be like, woo, because we didn't see the baby. Yeah. 
at all in this episode, I felt like. Yeah, so no. either baby got left back at King's Landing or what may it be, but they, they made sure that baby was not anywhere in this episode at all, just them two other boys. So, yeah, something yeah. was afoot on that scenario. I got well, I got a question. How how do you think the two girls, that, the, the two black girls that were supposed to, one was supposed to get their mom's dragon, how do you think that will affect them on – getting a dragon like will they have to lose will they have to lose an eye or will they have to lose something <laughs> to get a dragon everyone loses an eye someone's getting an eye damn it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, like, she, she even the one girl said that was supposed to be my dragon but yeah. now, I, now she's now she's fucked out of a dragon I don't know how like I'm not sure what role they play. I mean, one of the oldest girls, one of the girls has a dragon already, so it's just yes. the one girl who doesn't have one. I don't know with like you know with Corliss going off and fighting again. I don't know if the mom's gonna like let them kids out of her sight to do anything. You know, I don't know how they're gonna help yeah, the, the battle. The yeah, the grandma. Yeah, her grandma. Excuse me. Yeah. So I don't know what. I mean, in the time jump, we obviously see the two characters there, but are, is she you know she. The grandma pitched wanting that lineage to go through them so they could be queens of Driftmark. I yeah. see something along those lines where they kind of stay there and maybe they use one of their dragons. I don't know. Or maybe that there's that preview scene where Damon is going to steal it. He like, he's stealing that dragon egg. Maybe he's sure. going to get one for her. But she does have one. It just haven't, hasn't hatched. So I don't know. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it was I definitely- was just thinking that because, like I said, that one girl was supposed to get her mom's dragon. So now I was just thinking, like, how? I wonder how they're going to play that out on on the, on all this. I definitely think it picked a side. You know, like yeah. last week I made a comment, like, does it bring them together? Do they like team up? Well, definitely now they are on opposite sides. It definitely drew that line, and so you know whatever powers that be they're definitely not going to be on the same team because they're going to have that deep-rooted resentment so mm-hmm. how if and when she gets one who knows but definitely sides have been picked gotcha yeah because that's like the biggest dragon in westeros the oldest like like you know as, yeah. as the kid said he'll take it and even then Otto says it when talking to allison later like kid's right like he lost an eye but like that helps their side a lot because yeah. You know, even with Rhaenyra and Damon having some and the other ones, they're all still kind of younger and not as big. So, again, I think that's – how does that play out? You know, you can go find all that kind of stuff up if you really wanted to go down the Google rabbit hole because the whole well, book is I'm, not, I'm yeah. not trying to do all that. I want to yeah. be surprised. I just, I just <laughs> wanted to get every y'all's thoughts. Yeah, I feel you. I thought the whole scene was crazy when, as it was happening. I'm like, does he know how to get up there? Is he going to fall off? Like, did they teach him how to ride it? Like, all these things are going through my head at the same time. Like, you know, this could end really poorly. It could it could be fine. So I think they did a good job of, like, being dramatic and, like, how he was almost falling off at 2.5 seconds into <laughs> them digging well, off. And that's, like, I guess that's, like, part of the test for the dragon, too. So, mm-hmm. like, like, obviously, if he can't stay on it, he's going to die. And he's not going to play with dragon. So, like, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, they, I mean, I, like, I felt like that scene was as realistic as someone 
claiming and riding a dragon as it seemed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was like, yeah, I mean, this whole episode, this is definitely my favorite episode. Like, nothing, no questions. Well, yeah, I like too, like as you were saying, Rebecca, they finally showed us like, we've never really seen someone like climb up that way. Like they had like the old gym, those gym climbing ladders that you had to come down on the side of that dragon to climb up. <laughs> so like usually we just kind of uh, see him on the saddle or like uh, Daenerys was riding with no flying. saddle and they're already <laughs> flying and stuff. And we've seen kind of some saddles, but never someone like having to climb up a physical ladder to get up on him. So like I think Adam too, like it was the first time it, if dragon riding was real, it was about as real as it could, it could get on putting that scene together. So, and then yeah, we'll go ahead and let's jump to like I think the scene of the whole episode when we get back to the Aki. I mean, the kids fighting was, did oh, I mean, man. awesome. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come up. He's smacking both of them. He, I mean, once he rode that dragon, his his confidence and ego shot through the roof. <laughs> it shot through the roof. And she was like, "You stole my mom's dragon." He's like, "Your mom's dead." Like, what what you want me to do? And I'm like, "God." <laughs> yep. Like, it's the night of her funeral, and he's just dropping, like, just straight facts on her, and then there's the brawl out, and the rocks, and the knives, and, I mean, just overall, just a chaos. Yeah. Uh, Good for whoever the girl was that punched him back. I'm like, you go. Like, that was, she she automatically was like, no, you don't. And so, that was funny to me, but they're very dramatic, all of them. Like, it went from zero to, like, a thousand, and... Well, yeah, and, like, they did a good job of keeping everyone on edge. Yeah. They did. With with not knowing, like, he picks the rock up. Is he going to smash someone's head through? Like, is he going to, like, maim somebody? And then the knife comes out, and you're thinking, okay, this is where the eye goes. Then he kind of sweeps it away and, and defends it. And then kind of the old the old playground trick, throw the sand at their eye, and they can't see. And then you get the jabs in, and he got him with that. I mean, shoot. And, but... Isn't it interesting though the King's Guard and two scenes at the very end with Lenor and this one nowhere to be found? You know these kids were just able yeah. to get out of their rooms, come all the way down, confront yep. my man, and then fight, and no one's there. And you know Sir Kristen, interesting, interesting choice when he's not, he's not showing up to a lot of these scenarios. Yeah, I wonder what he's doing. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> what is he doing? That's right. <laughs> conveniently everything it's almost like a setup like they're using these kids as pawns they're like okay let's just see what they do let's see if they take the bait and then it causes like a catalyst so then like there's Allison look what your son did you think my son's a liar no yours like she's always like bringing them into it like her kids are so much better than yep. everyone else's and so I think it's there might be playing them like let's give them some freedom you planted these seeds. Let's see if they take the bait, and we as adults can kind of piggyback off that. Yeah, because I mean, Mans was yeah, gone I mean, the whole night to get that dragon, and no one said anything. Yeah, not a word. And then all of a sudden, Otto and all them show right up. Like, oh, what a coincidence, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, I think Otto would have been fine if the kid died as long as they got the dragon. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, just in that one too, the back and forth, the arguing, the stepping up, you know, the, I did think it was interesting too on my second watch when Allison calls for Kristen, Sir Kristen to take out the kid's eye and he's like, 
And she was like, you're my sworn protector. And he's like, oh, only for you, not to, like, yeah. <laughs> do your dirty work. Like, just in case someone attacks you, I'm protecting you. So he yeah. does have somewhat of a line right now. It's still wavy, but yeah. he wasn't about to do all that knowing he probably would have gotten, you know, slain down. <laughs> but I felt like he only did that because there was a crowd. Okay. Because you can see him kind of, like, deflecting to the leader guy, right? Yeah. And he was, yeah. like, looking like, uh, I mean, okay. But then the dude was like, are you thinking about it? Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he, there was an earlier scene when he giggles at something, too, right? Like, it was some kind of kid made a comment about the bastard or the lineage or whatever. It, oh, it was, I think it was when Aegon finally said, like, just look at them. We all Everybody know. Everybody knows it, yeah. Everyone knows that they're bastards. And he started giggling. The other guy just looked at him like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, what? Are you trying to die? Like he, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I yeah, feel you on that too. But yeah, and again, finally, Alicent lets out the venom that she's been holding in, and everyone, as Rhaenyra says, sees exactly who she is. But as Rebecca said, like she's been putting it, portraying like she's some perfect, and all her kids are perfect. But everyone's got issues, and now they're just boiling over and starting to be seen. Yeah. Yep, and I mean, honestly, it's probably going to ultimately be freeing for her. Now she can just be that person now and be the one going for the throne like her pop said at the end, like, why he was proud of her, because it's like, well, I saw, you know, you you could handle that, and you also have a mean streak in you now, so that lets me know you're ready to play this game. Yeah. So, I mean, he comes out the biggest winner in this episode, I swear, yeah. a lot of. Yeah, isn't see, it? I think that I, I think that Allison, like, so like in real life, people who are like shitty but still have that like, oh, I'm real good, like that struggle never leaves. So like, yeah, uh, you know, she finally like turned the corner, but that corner's going to come back. That corner's going to keep coming back. So there's always going to be that like that uh, struggle between I'm not bad but I did something bad I'm not bad but I did something bad so I I think that that is going to end up like at some point being her downfall yeah because that's my to that me makes, I'm wondering that makes sense. yeah I'm wondering yeah. where where her death leads and how that sparks something does she die at the end of this season I'm not because again I haven't gone down the rabbit hole and seen kind of you know what happens to her? You can find out kind of what happens to Rhaenyra because Joffrey says it in like season three or something when he's showing up. Uh, what's her name? Who got burned to the set? It's Hightower. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah exactly. He's showing her the 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 graves of everybody or the the crypt down there. But yeah, Allison, I'm not sure how she goes. I don't necessarily want to find out. But that, like you said, Cheeks, I think eventually is going to be a downfall. Where's it going to go? And Interesting enough, in that episode when Damon and Rhaenyra are talking on the beach, she still defends Allison. Like, there's no way Allison was the one who hired the hitman or had that in her. And then by the end of it, when she's about to get stabbed by Rhaenyra, she finally realizes, oh shit, Allison does have it in her to, to pull some strings and make something happen yeah. and do something. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. And then, like you said, we on that boat when she's talking to old buddy, who's Hall's lord now, she kind of pulls back of, oh, no, I won't need you. Not right now to do that. But if I do need you, just be on standby. I'll be on speed dial so I can get you to do, do something. 
But I, and then like with with that too. So I also think that's going to be Allison's problem. Is you know her dad was like, oh, you, you, like you're ready to play the game, right? Yeah. But I think Otto doesn't really know how to play the game. Yeah. And then I think Otto is giving Allison advice, so she's not going to really know how to play the game. I really think there's only one person that actually knows how to play. Yeah. And that's Damon. And yeah. I think that's why Otto has so much disdain for Damon, strictly because he knows all that bullshit he was doing, Damon was skipping it out and yeah. being like, boom. And even when him and Renera were talking, Damon had planned. He's like, we got boom, 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 boom. Let's rock. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, yeah, I, I, I that, see it on that because yeah. it really, he does, I couldn't make it out and I didn't watch that's my second. That's a great Yeah, point. I didn't, didn't watch my second watch with uh, subtitles, but there's a scene at the funeral when Damon walks by Otto and he kind of says something to him like, I know you're back with Venom spitting or something like that. Like you said, Cheeks, he knows that fucking Otto was just there to try to get his stuff done, and, it, and yeah. the way he does it's fucked up. And he can spot yeah. it all, and he knows that Damon probably can beat him in any kind of duel or anything like that. So, like you said, how's that going to play out coming forward? You know, time will only tell. But, yeah, I'm with you on that. Because Damon's such a great character, like you said, Cheeks. He'll do what it takes to get it done, but he'll also pull back. And another yeah. perfect fight. Yeah, that other perfect part of that scene is just Damon sitting back and leaning back and letting sh- other people shit talk and get in a fight and then only stepping in when he needed to and stopping Kristen from going in and, like, trying to, like, you know, save Allison yeah. or touch Rainier or whatever it may do. He's like, no, 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 no. You let them figure it out. This is some family issues and then stepped over and made his side. Even that was, like, a great play because yeah. Sir Christian's going in there to stop Allison. Yep. So we don't get that scene if Damon does it. Hey, let's let this play out because Damon yeah. knows she's not going to kill her. But we need to show everyone that this is how she is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's spot on. He's playing three D chess right there. <laughs> and 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 Otto knows too. Like Damon's got that that little unpredictability factor. Like Otto doesn't have that. You know that like aggressive factor. Like Damon does and. And sometimes that's what can win a war, you know what I mean? So the ultimate alpha will end up fucking winning. So, I mean, I think that's spot on. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Damon's called him on his bullshit every step of the way and even tried to tell his his brother about it. So Yeah. And even Damon's already won a war by being fucking stupid and unpredictable. (laughs) Yep. So, like... You know, there's that part of it too. Like he's a at all costs. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's funny they like you start the start of the series to me at, at the beginning they kind of try to to me at least they tried to pose him as like one of the bad bad yeah. guys, right? Mm-hmm. But you're looking at it now and you're like he's really not. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's my favorite character right now. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. But, He's like you said. I think he's just having. He's playing the game correctly, doing what he needs to do, not going over the top, and the unpredictability. He does have some stumbles, as everybody does, but his stumbles haven't necessarily caught up caught up with him too bad. And it does help that his brother 
is the king and yeah. still loves him in a way to where he'll just banish him and not like execute him or do anything like that for the stupid shit he does. So yeah, I, like I said, great character, great casting all around, and look forward to see how this all plays out with him at the helm, you know, on the, the side of the blacks. So He's just not making emotional decisions. Everybody in this show is making very emotionally driven decisions. And when things doesn't go his way, he's like, fine, I'm going to go be exiled. But I'm going to think yep. about my next move. And so Game plan. Yeah, that's where it yeah. sets him up. Everyone else gets mad. They act with their emotions and things just fall apart. But he's like, fine, I'll take this L. But I'm going to come back and get it next time. So that's what makes him stick out. I want to see him fight old Cole, and as in fight, I, as in fight, I mean brutally murder. <laughs> <laughs> but we've, we've uh, seen it though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. That's well, right. I want to see. Well, I want to see it now with uh, true emotions involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like I said, it's him playing that and. And, and knowing every single thing and how it's going to go and just playing it out. I think it's just Cause like, cause now like you have to like look back, like go back to all the things that have happened that he's kind of been a part of. And there's like a clear play when you like know who he is now. It's like, Oh man, he, he like, uh, when they were leaving the like brothel and how that kid saw. Yeah. Like, now I'm like, okay, he clearly had to know that Otto and this kid were attached in some way just from, like, watching. Cause yeah. He's a very, like, uh, I'm going to sit back and watch. Yeah. Like, uh, who makes the face? Who, who doesn't? How does he know these things? Blah, blah, blah. So, like, you just start, like, looking, okay, I can get Otto out of here if we do this, you know? So it's, it's just, I don't know, the, the douche is great. Yeah. And I think, like yeah. you said, he's ride or die for his people, too. Like, you know, yeah. from the beginning, when, when even Corliss was talking shit about his brother, he was like, yo, 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 I can talk shit about my brother. You can't. We know he's stupid, but I can say it. You can't. And so once he's on your side, like you said, you know he's going to help you at all costs and be and be with you and fight to you. So, yeah, man, I mean, yeah. he definitely is playing it. And, again, how it's going to all place up, you know, to be determined. But, yeah. I got another question. Yeah. How how do you think Otto now being the hand again will do – you, do you think that will get to his head now that he has a small, met, a small bit of power? Or do you think he's just going to continue the way he is with uh, Allison, his daughter, trying to – Give her advice. No, he's definitely well, letting it get to his head. I mean, we saw yeah, that I mean, preview. It's, it's where, in his head. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's his key. You know what yeah. I mean? So he has to do whatever it takes to get her to be the queen and, and her their, her son to be the king eventually. You know what I mean? So he that's his whole thing. Yeah. It, yeah. It's been in his head. It's been in his head since the first but, time he was the hand. But now he has little minions. He has his grandkids that are now also on the team. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're more pawns than the daughter now, I guess. Yeah. 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 I got to say, that scene just came up where 
the king's like asking, oh, uh, Amon, like who told you that they were bastards? And when he's just, he looks over at his mom and the king's like, oh, fuck, I told you. And again, great writing, great setting up. How when yes. a couple episodes ago when, when Viserys was like, please don't bring this shit up anymore about bastards. Like it's going to cause strife. It's going to cause shit. And obviously she'd been spewing it to her kids. Yeah, and yeah. then he looks, and then he says, uh, Aegon, and Aegon's still hung over his shit. He's like, me? What do you mean? And then he's like, well, fuck <laughs> it. I, I guess as the older brother, I'm going to take this whipping. And then he finally just says it because he's still kind of drunk. And he's like, just look at him. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, and the mom kind of realizes shit. Now it's coming back. Like, I, I shouldn't have been spewing this shit because, again, back to the family dynamics. The shit you spew to your kids is what they're going to put out. And this is all kind of starting back because of all this kind of drama. And again, your boy, the King Cheeks. Damn, I'm just trying to get some sleep. So stressed, man. And y'all motherfuckers <laughs> out here cutting eyes and calling each other bastards. When why can't y'all just fucking get along and be fucking siblings or half siblings or niece nephews, whatever it may be, and keep it going? But y'all gotta like fucking, you know, do all this. And then, like you said, to me, for Allison. To pull that dagger and try to stab Rhaenyra when we know the history of the dagger, what happens in the future, and what it, you know what it means is just a wild kind of just cool overall scene as well. So again, just a, a great well, episode I, overall. I think when the kids too, like not ratting out the mom was a big thing to me. That's what I got the most out of that. Like, all right, they're they're down for her, right? And yeah. I think she was worried that they were going to rat her out because if, if she says it there, then that whole thing can change in a second right there. So I think they did it. Like, they kind of showed, all right, they're kind of playing the game now too because yeah. they lied, right, to the king. Yeah. So, yeah. They, well, they don't have a choice. They don't have a choice now. Like, they have been yeah, they into don't. it. Either I lie and we just see what happens or I tell the truth and the one person, like, they, they don't have a choice yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, we finally Allison, you know, suggesting that the take the kid's eye again in front of all those people. Now she looks crazy. She's definitely, you know, not a lot of people knew it, but now she's out there. But again, like you said, with the kids, them sticking on her side, lying to the king, just shows you kind of where they are and how that's going to necessarily. I mean, even at the end, after Damon or yeah, or not Damon, but Amon drops his line. He goes and hugs, you know, hugs his mom, all that stuff. You know, they didn't they didn't turn her over. But again, also, if you're the king, if he really just wanted to end it all, he could have done killed Allison, killed whoever, killed Rainier, killed you know what I mean? Like he could have uh, cut all these off. But again, he just wants it to be so peaceful and he's so mad that other people just can't chill like him that he just kinda like, all right, just let it all, you know, even when he gets in his little uh brigade out of the thing the next day, he's like, ah, uh, Let's not even talk about it anymore. Like, he's just so sick of dealing with all the shit, man, that it's just literally decaying his whole arm off and all that stuff. That's, <laughs> that's been his, like, fatal flaw, is he doesn't want to, like, deal with any problems. Yes. The, the only problem he ever dealt with is when him and Renera had, like, they're, like, real tall. Like, that was the only time he's addressed any issue just straight on. Yeah. So he keeps putting, like, Band-aids on things, yep. right? But these cuts are getting deeper and deeper and more infected. Yep. So a band-aid's not going to do it, and now we're here. Yep. And, you know, his, his kids are, see, are like, seeing, okay, we're getting treated like this by him, but if Rhaenyra says anything, like, it stands. I back her. 
blindly. Yeah. And the kids aren't getting that same treatment, which, I mean, it makes sense that, you you know, like, I would ride with my, with my mom here because I'm getting questioned about whether or not I started a fight. Yeah. But everybody knows your, your daughter has illegitimate kids. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not putting her on the hot seat. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going to feel a type of way. Yep. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I agree. It is. It's a, and he's just in a tough scenario with having that daughter that he loves who he's named heir and then having the second wife with more kids where now it's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's in, he's in that weird conundrum where he's always protecting his. And that was like, let's just be honest, that was his, you know only kid with his first wife who he truly loved and Allison was just kind of there because he's like well I'm grieving and here it goes so yeah I mean and then like we well, said he, go ahead Rebecca well he makes the comment at the beginning of the episode like I know what it's like to have a daughter that looks like your wife like I feel your pain so the reason why he's doing all this is for Renera is because he couldn't save his wife yeah, yeah. couldn't save his wife yeah. and he's making it up now yeah that's uh, that's a very good observation. That's true. But it's him his wife. He could have. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. That's it. That's, that's different. Yeah. That's different conversation. <laughs> and, I, I, and I'll say, Otto did drop his best line when he finally tells his daughter, as we talked about Allison, like, oh, you're finally here to play the game. Like, I've never seen that side of you. I didn't think it was in you. So... Back to Jesus' question. Yeah, Jesus, in that coming up scene, it shows him sitting on the throne, Otto, saying, I'm speaking on the king's behalf because I guess either the king's away for travel or he's too sick. And, it, you know, it's almost reminiscent of Tywin Lannister after the whole yeah. Joffrey debacle and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How is that going to go? And, you know, he ends up taking a couple arrows to the to the chest from his own son again. On the toilet. On the to- Yeah, on the toilet taking <laughs> yeah. a doo-doo. After is that and didn't his yeah and that's when after his son killed his old squeeze because he found out his old squeeze was sleeping with his pops. I mean, so I don't know. That was some fucked up shit. That was damn. I just remember that too. That was real fucked up, man. (laughs) That was wild. Yeah. God. Yeah, because he found. Yeah, because he found out that. That was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, it was. So what again? I'll you know start thinking how do these characters end up dying and. Otto's been skating by. He got to go back to his homelands and chill for a little bit. And now he's back in the mix of it. Who's he going to piss off and what's going to happen and, and to further this war that's going to start brewing between these families? Now, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm glad. I don't know what, how, what happens with Otto. I don't know what happens with a lot of the older people. Definitely. Yeah. And, and, like, all the names of the kids confuse me, so I'm pretty, <laughs> like, it, it's pretty, it works out good. Like, it, it works out good. Yeah, I'll say I'm this, excited. like, I, I know that, like, uh, Rhaenyra and Damon end up having some kids, and then they, like, name one of their first kids Aegon as well. So it's, like, really confusing because then, like, Aegon is also her half-brother, so, like, I, I don't know what part of the storyline, if you just look at the family tree, you can see that. I don't know if they're both going to be a lot, like, live at the same time or how that's going to go, but that is really going to start getting fucked up in the head when the, yeah. like, the names are, like, so similar and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Maybe they'll have name tags. 
<laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, now, jump into like the final big rip of scenes. Lenor finally talking to Rhaenyra. He, he's he's back from his hangover, feeling sad about how everything worked out. Find out that you know Rhaenyra and Lenor did get it on a couple times and tried to get pregnant. They had relations, but. You know, the the sperm never met the egg, I guess, per se, and fertilized, so nothing really happened. But did we think, did you guys think what happened at the end there was going to happen? Like, you know, him getting the shaved head, going off, him dying. Like, I didn't I didn't foresee, foresee that coming when he's sitting there and they're talking with her. Well, I mean, yeah. he knew something had to happen because, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's no secret that Damon and Rhaenyra were going to be together. Um, now, when it cuts to, like, the like the him on the boat, I was kind of shocked. because like, oh, I thought, like, you're supposed to kill him. Yeah. Which I'm still, like, unclear if, like, was that the plan to just leave? So, or was it... Yeah, it's interesting because I remember talking to my pops the next day and he was saying he thought that that was Carl and uh, Lenore's plan. But I think, and I think after watching the thing post-show on my second watch, I think Rhaenyra, because Damon suggests like, oh, you know, he's going to have to die. And I thought it was, to me, I thought it was a good contrast where Damon, yes, would have just killed him. And I think maybe he did, but maybe, but then Damon helps kill that guard who they throw in the fire. Damon told, well, Damon told the one guard, remember he said there's a you can go to the whatever place and as long as you have gold they don't care what you are yeah whatever so to me that was damon like that was him telling basically that was the plan right yeah i I think it's i don't i don't think the parents know i think they think he's dead no the parents definitely don't know because they kind of insinuated that like they're gonna have to oh you're saying was it his own plan yeah was it but i think i think i don't think it was i think rhaenyra I think Damon would have killed him. And then Rhaenyra was like, well, because in that previous scene, you know, when he says, I wish the gods wouldn't have been, you know, made me this way. I was saying he didn't, he wish he wasn't gay. So he could have just been all good. And she's like, no, I think you're an audible man. It's very hard to find that. I think to me, it was showing that her mixed with Damon kind of tempered him a little bit, you know, and saying, because even in that conversation back and forth, which says, I don't want to be a tyrant. He's like, well, People gonna have to fucking fear you if you're gonna rule. Like I don't know, and we've heard that from Daenerys before. I don't want to be a tyrant, but it's yeah. really hard to be up top and not be a tyrant kind of scenario. But yeah, I think that was Rhaenyra kind of. Hey, we don't have to kill him. And Damon, I think, planting the seed. And then, like I said, I when my dad told me like he doesn't think they both had it, but then when I go back and watch it, Damon does go and snap that guard's neck. Yeah. And then I think that's when they get the body. The other two, they wanted that one witness, which was that, like, I guess, servant boy, who was like, all right, I'll go yeah, get the yeah. guards. And as they're fighting, they made it look good. And then that's when they snuck in the body. Damon probably snuck in the body, threw it in the fire. They snuck out the back, shaved man's head, and then, you know, hightailed it out of there, per se. But, yeah, that's I, that's how I think it went down. What about you, Rebecca? So, okay, are you saying that the plan, when did that happen? Because whenever I watched it at the end, I kind of had the 
I guess, assumption that in that conversation when he was like, I wish I had been a better father figure instead of going out doing all these things, like, oh, woe is me. I took it and I in, uh, interpreted it as in that moment, that's when Renera comes up with this plan because she already knows she wants to be with David. So mm-hmm. she's like, hey, if I can get David on board with this plan, are you down so you don't have to be here when you don't want to? but you're still a good person. So when she goes, she's the one that initiates the conversation with Damon of like, hey, let's be together. Yeah. And so because she initiated it, I had the interpretation that she already had this plan. She just had to get him on board. So when he said he's going to have to die, she already had to, nope, nope, here's the plan. That's the way I interpreted it. Agreed. I think think that's... I I could see that, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that as well. I, yeah, I think that's kind of where it was. It was going there. I also think from that same thing, they were saying, you know, Lenor and they, you know, the parents even talked about it earlier in the episode how she wanted to come back, the sister, right? Yeah. She yeah. wanted to come back, be free, you know, live in her homeland. And him, uh, Lenor, being able to now go out and live free and be himself is kind of for, you know, and he says that in this thing with Rhaenyra, like he, he he's, he feels bad that his sister died. He couldn't help be there for her. He hadn't seen her in so long. I think that was their way of kind of her honoring him and letting him go and live his life, like you said, and them coming up with that place. She pitched it to Lenor, and then they all kind of got came together with, hey, this is how we're going to you know, uh, execute this plan. So, yeah. I was and just... Rhaenyra also... No, you go ahead. No, go ahead, Lars. Uh, well, I was just going to say Rhaenyra, too, was like, her explaining that, like, some people might think they have something to do with it, and that's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you want they want a little fear out there, too. So, like, clearly she thought about all the repercussions of it from both sides and was welcomed it. Yeah. Well, and like you said, we finally got movement on it. They've been doing this little fake, mm-hmm. fake dance for a while where he gets to go out and have fun. She has sex with kind of whoever she wants, and have three kids, but it never really, like, obviously, now everyone knows they're not really his kids, so let's stop putting him through. After, you know, he put a big spiel of, like, I want to be here for it, and she was like, whoa, 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 just pump the brakes. How about you just go <laughs> go live your, you know, go live out in the Stepstones, do what you want to do, be free kind of thing. It's cool, like, you've done as best as you can, but now we really got to start playing this game, and, uh, yeah, just all around, just I love that final whole scene of the back and forth and how they cut it and they edit it and, and produce it and everything on that. So they did have another weird moment where she says, right, like us mentioned before, like I'm not in a kid anymore. At the end, she's like, I need you, Uncle. Like yes. that was the proposal. <laughs> yeah. The marriage yeah. proposal started with Uncle, and it was like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yep. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So. And, th- and then we see the uh, Valyrian wedding, and, I mean, those kids just got to be traumatized. They just went through, like, two or three step-parents in the past. <laughs> oh, know? so bad. I mean, like, mom just, both of their parents just died. Their other parent just died, and here they are at a wedding with another parent who's their really uncle and aunt, and, man. Aunt. Yeah. On top of the I fact, they were so in love. Yeah. Like, you never looked at my my mom or dad like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And really, they should look alike. Like I'm sure that's awkward too. Like in theory, they should all look the same because 
both of their parents, right, are siblings. Yeah. And so that's another awkward layer. Like, yeah, we, we don't look anything the same. So. <laughs> uh, so before we end it up, any any guesses on what we think is going to happen at this final time jump? Oh, man. I mean, I think the king's dead by okay. the end of the episode or, or even the beginning. I could see him just dying off because, I mean, he was looking withered this one pretty heavy. So I, I think that's my prediction every time, so I'm going to just keep doing it until he <laughs> dies. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I, don't, I don't think it'll be a slow episode, but I also don't think it's going to be a action-packed, where all the kids are fighting, or the two sides are fighting with each other just yet. Um, I think that they're still going to try to figure out what is going on with Aegon, what's going to go on with his brother and the eye, um, and that whole scenario. Um, now with with Damon and Rhaenyra, that's that's a whole nother avenue to where they got to figure that shit out because they just blended like two families together um so i think it's gonna i think it's just gonna be another episode of just trying to figure everything out and and introduce the time jump to everybody you know yeah like they have done in the past to the past time the biggest time jump that we just did yeah. So I think that's going to be everything. Now, Jeeves, I'm going to counter you. I do think the the kids are going to get into a fight again because if you look at that preview episode, it shows Aegon slamming one of the kids' heads to a table. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, saw, I saw the dude with the eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. I, definitely, yeah. I definitely didn't see yeah. the head going through the table. Yeah, so I think they're going to – because it looks like the time jump, they're going to – you know, Rhaenyra and Damon are going to be, obviously, they'll be at Dragonstone, and then finally something happens. I think the king getting sicker, as Adam is saying. I think he's going to be super sick, and that's how Otto ends up on the throne. And the callback is going to be like, hey, we need to see everybody here, which is always one of those traps, because now it's like, oh, look, we got our enemies inside the wall. You know, I wonder, you know, how, how that's going to proceed and everything. I don't think everything's too big is going to pop off, but I do think some family drama, you know, where he says nephews, the, uh, you know, one-eyed patch guy says something, so there's yeah. definitely going to be some strife and some accusations flowing, and I'm still sticking with King's Dying episode 9, and I think at some point, I don't know if he'll ever announce Aegon as the heir, but I think somehow Otto and Allison are going to uh, plagiarize some type of writing and he won't be able to say who's the heir, but he's going to have, they're going to be like, well, these were the king's final words, and it was really written by Alice and Otto to name Aegon the heir to really get this thing all kicked off, you know, to fuck Rhaenyra over. See, so, so episode nine is the only one they haven't released the title of the episode for. And it's also made by this guy, one of the guys that made this one, like the really, the really good one who ended who I guess left the show now, yeah. but... He uh, his are, he's involved with like Battle of the Bastards and shit. So I think episode nine, which is the penultimate, yeah. so that always pops off. I think we're gonna get some major shit in that yeah. one. Cheeks, Rebecca. 
I think we're uh, all gas, no brakes from here on out. Okay. So, I mean, <clears throat> what was there two episodes left? Three episodes left? Three. Three. Eight, nine, Three. ten. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I mean, cause we're getting another time jump, and every time there's been a time jump, it's been, oh, here's the drama. Yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> and now you got the asshole kids who, you know, are, you know, older now. So, you know, just people that age in general yeah. are just dicks. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's going to be a lot more drama. And now, you know, we have like dragons. I probably can fight a little better now. You know, I want to show you what I'm made out of. So there's a whole bunch of like ego and pride that, you know, it's going to make everything heightened. So, they'll, so there'll be that drama, and then there's going to be the our parents don't like each other still. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I am terrible at the what happens. <laughs> I have no um, but what I'm curious to just see if they do anything with is this conflict between Aegon and Aemon. Because Aemon seems like he's the one that wants to rule. He's the one that has the big dragons. He's the one that they show in the preview, right, yeah. for next time. But where's Aegon? Like, is he just going along with emotions? Like, is there conflict? Like, that's what I want to see, that dynamic, to see um, what happens. But as far as anything, the king dies. I'll, I'll jump on that. Yeah, I'm thinking... <laughs> Watch him not, not die, though. He was supposed to die episode one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think Amon is going to be the more fighting guy close to, like, Damon style, right? He's got yep. the lost eye. He's the fighter. I think Aegon's going to be the total dick who's just a tool bag uh -huh. chasing after, you know, he, he's the one who says winches when, like, he's looking at, looking always looking at women. Like, he's just going to be kind of the shit stir kind of thing. So that'll be interesting, too, to see how all that kind of plays out. But, yeah, how do the brothers in fighting? Because that same scene where they're talking about their sister, and he's like, she's so fucking weird. And he's like, yo, it's our sister. Like, we, okay, you can say that, but, like, you still got to have her back. And then he's like, well, you you marry her and have kids with her. And then he's like, I would perform my duty. And, like, there's still kids talking about, like, banging their sister. And you're like, whoa, whoa. But, I mean, so, again, to your point, is there going to be, like, a, a – Secret affair where Eamon is kind of sleeping with his sister, but Aegon should. I don't know, but at some point there is a kid there. There's going to be a betrothment between Helena and Aegon. So, yeah. I don't know if that's this season, next season, whatever it may be. But I think we're at the time jump now to where no more time jumps from yeah. season one to even yeah. know, four seasons. I think we're going to stick with the same people through however long this series goes. So, yeah. All right, well, other than that, does anybody have any final thoughts? No? All yeah, right. covers it. I'll just uh, read out our Pick'em Top Ten. Jacob Barea first, Chris Chiasso second, Eddie Hutto third, all favorites four, Caleb Davis fifth, Caleb Smith sixth, Chris Mike in seventh, Nate eighth, Tyler Kakaley ninth, and Duvall tenth, and then I'm I'm way down at the bottom. I'm struggling this year. I can't. I'm not sure where Lurs uh, and Cheeks and Jeeves are. So, Jeeks, you're up there in the top, the top ten. Bit. Yeah, yeah. So, long season ahead. We'll see what happens. But yeah, 
<laughs> Not a lot of optimism there, eh, Jake? No, no. Just like just like the Panther season, man. Yep. It's all going down the toilet bowl. All we got was clean house and Bryce Young or some other new quarterback. So, yeah, I heard a, that, that a, too. A, a crazy stat about the uh, Panthers. So I think it was like in four games they've had like fifty-seven completions, Ooh. and the person uh, was like. That's high school numbers. Yeah. 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 Well, I know we are uh, – we have the uh, least amount of plays ran on offense through the first four weeks, and we're on pace, like, in the past 20 years. It's so low. Yeah. yeah. It's a joke. I mean so- – And half of those passes are being batted around <laughs> yeah. like a pinata. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's something about hiring the offensive coordinator – whose only real good time doing oh, something man. was when he had Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers basically is Houdini and makes everybody great. So, uh, you know, it's it's just – Mike Lombardi, because I listen to his podcast, because it's always on after the one that I listen to for some reason. But he used to call, like, because he, he would say, like, what does Mike what, – what, like, what does McAdoo do? He's like, he just has that, like, cheesecake factory play calling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't call anything. He's like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it's it's funny because if you hear people talk about the Panthers, like, there were people that were like, man, the Panthers really put on the clinic on how to stop uh, Kyler Murray, but their defense is playing a double header because their offense is so bad. Yep. God. Uh, that no matter what, like, hey man, we're out of gas. Like, yep. can y'all do something? Yep. Yeah, yep. And it, it, uh, it came down to halftime adjustments. Like halftime, the offense went in there and was, and their offense went in there and was like, all right, this is how we're going to figure out this defense. On top of them being exhausted, and our offense just went in and looks like they just like played video. Let's throw it. Let's yeah. keep throwing. Yep. A close. Yeah. Let's a, run it. What four times uh, with four, the cap? Yeah. Six that, max. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. You're you're yeah, in a close a game joke. and you don't run the ball at all. You keep putting it in Baker Mayfield's hand and it's just like I'm just saying, PJ Walker can't be worse. No, I, he, he, I think he might be the best year. on the roster. Yeah. yeah, I think he's the best. Hey, at least he can roster. see over the oh over the defensive line. Yeah, you know what the crazy stat I saw too was was the why you're thinking that Lurs is 26. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> Payroll, you're 27. Yep. Sorry. I thanks, James. Thirty first. Let me. Cheeks, what's your name in here? What do you think? Uh, it's very own own brand. Yeah. It's what? <laughs> We're gonna be here all night. We're gonna be here all night. You keep <laughs> you keep looking, but it's Justin Herbert had the most batted passes last year with like ten the whole season. And he's six foot six, and it was somebody else who it was right under him who's like six five. So obviously it's not necessarily a height thing. It's just Baker is so predictable, and he fucking sucks that they just know exactly where the ball's going and they bat it down. Like he just, oh, it's rough. Man. And that's what Kevin 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 was saying that to us too. Be ready for it. Wow, yeah. we weren't ready for this. We I wasn't. I feel like a big idiot. Uh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like a big idiot. Yeah. Uh, so bad. So bad. Uh, oh yeah. I was touting. 
rankings so alright any final thoughts that's it no, no thoughts no <laughs> thoughts Panthers stink Makefield stinks you know all that good Game stuff the, uh, House of Dragons awesome yeah that's, yeah that's the only thing that's shining on my Sundays and they're about to hit one and six cause it's Niners and then fucking Rams oh. so it's gonna be rough could have a new coach for the Falcons game we lose that game I think they might can him that's <laughs> Kind of yeah. hope they don't. We I hope he stays the whole year now. Like, but let's, yeah. let's ride this thing out and see how bad it can get. That's true. Get yeah. Get get a top three pick at least. So yeah. yeah. All right, cheeks, man. How do we end the pod? Peace.